The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing.
stillness of night, you can fight the good fight. Presenting God's Word like a sword. Let your heart agree as you dare to decree. I'm not under the curse anymore. Faith says, Faith says what God says, God says that nothing is impossible to do. Faith says what God says, regardless of the circumstance in view. He only needs a heart that will believe him, obedient to speak his promise through. Faith says, Faith says what God This is David Ingalls, and we're in James 4. This is the hour of anointing. James 4 and verse um, 5. Do you think that the Scripture saith in vain, The Spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? Now, just before we get to that, I want to back up a couple of Scriptures here and, uh, and begin at verse 4. Ye adulterers, ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity? with God, that means an enemy to God, whereas if you're a friend of the world, then you're an enemy with God, whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Now we follow with the next scripture. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy, but he giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. You know, to uh, be humble means to submit. In fact, fact, verse 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Next verse says, Draw nigh, draw nigh, draw near. Unto God he will draw near unto you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. And verse 10 says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. So we come back to the verse 5 that we began with at the very first. Do you think that the Scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? You know, for some reason, the church at large has underestimated the importance of praise and of worship to God. Many have had the idea that praise is just a beautiful exercise but has little practical value. But if praise is the highest occupation of some angels in heaven, then there must be some valid reason for it, and I'm talking about the four living creatures had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest, they rest not day or night. They don't even take a break. 
but they're saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And I beheld, and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the living creatures, and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand, and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb. That's from Revelation 5. So you see, uh, there are certain uh, angels that their full-time job is just, uh, they're saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And if heaven considers it important to maintain this chorus of praise unceasingly, day and night around the throne, Revelation 4 and 8, you can reference it there also, it must be so very efficacious. Uh, would God tolerate an activity, an exercise in heaven that is futile and irrational? We're going to look at some practical aspects of praise quickly here. If the highest function of angelic hosts is praise, it only follows logically that the highest function in the human spirit must also be praise. We were reading the scriptures from James 4, uh, where the address is made to adulterers and adulteresses. Know ye not that the friendship of the world are spending all your time pursuing things in the world that's and, 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 and fellowshipping with the world uh, is enmity with God? Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do ye think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? Now, I'm going to get my 26 translations of Bible here so we can kind of get a little bit more uh, understanding on this scripture as it's worded in other translations. The Weymouth, do you suppose that it is to no purpose that the scripture says, uh, the spirit that he placed in us jealously desireth us? Or words, God's Holy Spirit is in us. And he's, and so that's, this, this, this is the, uh, this is another translation. The spirit that he placed in us jealously desireth us. He yearns for the spirit to be welcome. The spirit which he has caused to dwell in us yearns jealously over us. The spirit which God has put in our hearts has a strong desire for us. The spirit he made to dwell in us has jealous longings. Then we come on down to verse 6. Uh, God sets himself against the haughty, but to the lowly he shows grace. God opposes haughty persons, but he blesses humble-minded ones. God ever resists the proud, but... To the humble, he gives grace continually. God, against the haughty, arrayeth himself, whereas unto the lowly, he giveth favor. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Stand firm against the devil. See, submitting to God means to worship and to praise him. That's what that means. So we come to James 4. We, we, we see that it's talking about praising God, spending our time praising God. It says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. So when we, when we worship God, that's how, that's the step to submission to God. God resists the proud. Uh, you see, praise begins in the spirit of man and is governed by the will of man. There's where the pride can come in or the humblest can come in, the will of man, and uses the whole of man to its expression. That means the lifted hands. That means if uh, the spirit moves on you, the dancing feet, certainly the singing voice. Did you see in heaven how it said with a loud voice they're saying, holy, holy, and they're blessing God with a loud voice. Did you did, did you hear that? So it's, somebody said, well, I'm not like that. Well, uh, let me read this scripture again. He gives more grace, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud. Or I could say, God resisteth the timid worshiper or the non-worshiper. But he gives grace unto the worshiper. 
the uninhibited worshiper. I'm David Ingalls, and you've been listening to the Hour of Anointing. Today's offer is my book, Praying Your Family into God's Family. You know, after I received Christ, my first concern was that my family be saved. In this book, I share truths from Scripture that will give you joy and confidence to break the power of darkness over your family and others. Stay tuned for ordering information. To order today's offer and additional David Ingalls products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Let your voice come